Podcast we record occasionally. Yeah. Talk about music you've never heard of nor care about. <laughs> I know. When people are like, oh, I want to listen to your podcast. I'm like, like you no, don't. You don't. You really you don't. don't. <laughs> I'm like, do you, do you like obscure weird bands? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Is that a no? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Is it yes? It's pretty still no. <laughs> so what's up, dude? How are, how are things? Things are good. You know, definitely, you know, we're not looking at World War Three. Yeah, and... Maybe. Definitely. Pandemic, right pandemic. in the world, World War Three. Mm. I know I gotta hide that Ukraine tattoo of mine. Yeah, it doesn't matter. UFOs are coming down. <laughs> this is when they're like, oh no. <laughs> so, what else is uh, uh, new with you? What, when's the last time we even recorded? It's been a little while. It's been like a month ago. A while. A while. A while. A while. Right after Meatloaf died. Oh, yeah, that's right. When you were. Timely. Jerking off to him and before I walked Paradise in. by the Dashboard Light, crying. So, I came in to Lou's house today and he was probably oh, yeah. taking a shit or something. I, don't I was. Know. And someone does not put a light in a house and he didn't hear me come in. Just grabbing my phone out of my bag. And I, I didn't even go. I was like, hello. And it took a second. So, yeah. So, my back door goes through the kitchen. I unlocked the door. I, sp- I went to unlock the doors. And I always sneak in the back door. And I did it. Yeah. <laughs> back door friends are best. Oh, yeah. That was actually like a, I don't know, something I saw at Wicker Barrel or some shit like that. Cracker Barrel. Cracker Barrel. Wicker Barrel is a <laughs> even older. Yeah. Is wicker, yeah. I don't know. Oh, she, Jesus Christ. But anyway, Lou almost like shot him. I mean, so yeah, Jamie screamed was, like a, a girl. He's I mean, like, ow! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let me tell you. So literally... It was like, because Jamie actually said it. She wasn't even like, Bruce. She was like, hey. And it took me a second to register. And it was weird. There's a noticeable lag for me processing the information and screaming. And I did scream. And it was funny because it was, it was hilarious in retrospect. Um, it was the loudest I screamed since the day before when I saw a giant monster fucking spider under my uh, computer bag. Ooh. I like lifted my bag and he was like there he was like, Hey how you doing? <laughs> hey how you doing? And I like I screamed. It's from Beetlejuice, hey how you doing? Yeah, that's always thing. He's like Bug Bug a beetle Beetle drink. Beetle breakfast, beetle mm-hmm. orange. He's the ghost with the most baby. Anyway, so I got scare toy which is good because we have a topic about scary things. Spooky. But other than that, I have not been up to much of anything that I can think of. Mm. My boring life. Mm. Oh, boredom. Yeah. What about you? Oh, uh, I know there's one thing, yeah. There's a couple things. Mm. I am uh, officially a registered nurse, so oh, nice. I'm Jamie Zimmerman, mm. RN. Mm. Which, the whole process of taking your boards and then waiting for your boards will, will drive you fucking mm-hmm. crazy. They make you wait, so you take it, mm-hmm. and then they make you wait 48 hours. Yeah. And I honestly thought I bombed it. Mm-hmm. It's nothing you could study for, and I studied for it a lot. Um, but I passed. So just like, they're really hard questions first off, or I give a ticket, or <sighs> is it situational based? I'm expecting a lot of like diabetes and mm-hmm. like how you would... You know, put uh, and uh, administer insulin, mm. or 
what's the difference with like Warfarin and Coumadin or a lot of priority questions, which yeah. I knew was going to be mm-hmm. one. But mine was like, you're at a community meeting about how to improve workplace conditions. What would be the first thing you do? Firebomb. <laughs> Gather evidence-based blah, 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 uh, organize a committee. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, that is very... <laughs> what the fuck? Um, I had an illustration of Lyme disease and it was like, what precaution would it be? And I was like, I guess standard because it's not like it, it, like that, which isn't a bad question, but it mm-hmm. was like something I would have never thought about. Yeah. Yeah, it would be like, oh, you have to see a patient uh, and they're they're pregnant. So they go through like four and you always get it down to two. And it was like one lady that was 36 weeks pregnant with like placenta previa with it has this tiny bit of bleeding. And then they had like a 24 week old uh, lady in pre preterm labor. Mm hmm. Who would you see? I'm like, I don't fucking know. I, I don't know. <laughs> the, the younger, the one in preterm labor, I guess. Like, I don't know. That's, I don't fucking know. Mm-hmm. So you're saying she had back pain or something. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was not what I expected. Mm-hmm. And everyone's like, oh, you're going to be fine. Oh, it's easy. You're <laughs> going to be an RN. I'm like, fuck you. Watch me. I'm going to fucking fail. I'm going to fail just to spite you. <laughs> and that then I'm like, I'm like that's really dumb. Everyone was just being positive uh-huh. and stuff. So when I get done, I I called I called Jordan, my friend, and I I'm like, yo, I'm gonna buy a pack of cigarettes because I feel like I just got fucked. <laughs> wow. Um, and then like I yeah, I, it just was not a fun experience. Mm. <laughs> but I made it through. But you got through with like what is it? They ask you seventy six questions or something like that. Or? They can they can ask up to two hundred and sixty. Well, I know it keeps asking you questions. So yeah. I was like, yeah, you've had enough. Which in but and it of just itself, shuts off. Yeah. It, like it got to so it got to seventy five, and it's like, would you like to take a break? I'm like, fuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I might as well pee because I'm old. Mm-hmm. You have to do all these, like, it's like you're going to prison. You have to do all this fucking security shit. Yeah. So I come back in. I'm like, all right, here you go. Question 76. And then I answer it. And then I was like, you have completed mm-hmm. the NCLEX test. <laughs> Take these other questions. Mm-hmm. And, like, the new school questions are just, like, a fucking mess looking. But, yeah. uh, and then you have to wait mm-hmm. for 48 hours mm-hmm. to get your quick results, in which you have to pay $8. Mm-hmm. Like, you already paid $200 for mm-hmm. this test. To yes. apply for a license, it's like $200. Yeah. And then they're like, well, how can we fuck these bitches even more? Uh, how about eight bucks? If you didn't pay that eight bucks, you'd fail. Dude. That's, really, that's yeah, a I real know. test. <laughs> You're like, oh, she's too fucking cheap. She don't want it that much. Although, like, I would have paid like $250 the day before wow. just to, like, not yeah. go through, like, <laughs> manic yeah. craziness. Mm-hmm. No, I took, so years ago, I took the MCAT. Mm hmm. And it's similar security measures. And I remember, like, you I do your had, palm and shit. You do your palm. You had to give, like, this. They had to check your pockets. Yeah. And I had a thing of lint in my pocket, and they lost their shit. Like, they were, like, panicked. Like, I was like, oh, I got this, uh, this jar of rice in. And that's not bad, is it? And the MCAT, the other thing I remember about the MCATs mm-hmm. was it, they offer basically, they have after the, the main session, so it goes from like 8 to 12, okay. something like that. I don't remember exactly. There's an experimental section that doesn't count. Yeah. And they <clears throat> offer you like a, essentially a bribe. Huh. And by the time I was done with the regular MCATs, I was like, fuck this shit. I don't care about an Amazon gift card. <laughs> well, it's very good. I'm very excited for you. Very proud. Thank you. Thank you. It's been going forever, right? Uh, I've pretty much started in like 2016. Like I'll say, I remember you talking Pre-rex. about, well, my son will be at this grade then. This way I know. Can do clinical. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. 
Fucking nuts. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's done. Although I do did hear you have to take boards to get your master's. Mm. And I was like, fuck. Mm. But I'm not even, I don't even want to think about shit. So you got a job. You got to walk before you can run. Exactly. But yeah, that's uh, it's exciting. Yeah, that's good. So yeah, it's pretty much mentally and physically draining. Yes, I can tell you're so wired. <laughs> I, I am. I heard you bought a couple concert tickets. I did for the Who. For Who? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, the Who are coming around. They're playing the hits. Yeah. Um, we've seen the Who twice before. Mm-hmm. Once, what did Jess call it? The Montage of Death or whatever the second time? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we saw Who twice on the same tour. And yeah. the second time, what they showed a montage of all these people who are dead. And Well, didn't um, What's-His-Face get sick or something? Didn't he have like... Men in, I don't remember. Someone who? got sick. It wasn't Townsend. Roger Daughtry, didn't yeah, he? Rod, yeah, yeah. I don't know, but I'm excited. They have put on a really fun show. They put a really good fun show, and I was even like, I was like, I think from a practical perspective, I would argue that the Beatles and Stones are better bands, but I probably enjoy more as a catalog. I like the Who. I can hear you because they're kind of like all over the place to a yeah. point. Like, you know, I was a mod <laughs> growing up, so that's why. But I, like I remember it. when we first saw them, they played with Joan Jett, and we were like, "Fuck yeah!" A. Like it was a really, really mm-hmm. cool show. And then we bought those tickets, and Roger Daltrey got sick, and they almost seemed like they. Mm-hmm. folded in a little yeah because they were just trying to make up for these it wasn't as bad i mean but it was i mean they, they, were, they were still very good but. the other exciting thing for old people was so joan mm-hmm. jett was introduced by john debella mm-hmm. yeah for a radio host who got destroyed in a radio war by howard stern mm-hmm. but yeah it was cool yeah so we'll be seeing the who well who knows no pun intended <laughs> and this it's current landscape i think we will we'll be drinking vodka and uh out of eating potatoes <laughs> And I'm watching someone, uh, a 90-year-old Mima with a balalaika. That's all right. They'll be like, she has a Ukrainian tattoo. Yeah. She's one of us. They and won't be. No, no, no. They will be going to. I'll, I'll speak my Russian. I took Russian for a year. Yeah. Trasvitya. I don't know what that Vodka. means. Vodka. Vodka. I know. Subaka. Oh, like the Wookiee. It's a cat. He's like, I am Subaka. Dosvidanya. I know. Spasiba. Spasiba. You know where I know that from? What? X-Men comics. Because <laughs> you know, X-Men, Chris Claremont X-Men, they would only speak one word to sort of convey their ethnicity. So Colossus would be like Spasiba and Da. Da. Just like Gambit Nip. would be like Nip. Mon Cherry. Mon Cherry. And Kurt hey, my... Wagner would be like... Wagner. Wagner. <laughs> he would be like, I don't know. Was he'd say German shit like Heil. He would. He funny. I can't say the second word. And like uh, the Scottish would be like, like, Ooch. <laughs> like oh, I am Shirley Manson. Quimmy juice. Quimmy juice. Me quimmy juice. Oh, good times, Jamie. Good times. Yeah, I was thinking back on that of my like Catherine Zeta Jones obsession, and uh, yeah. I was a total manic state for yeah, like well, a month. You were when you see Chicago six times in yeah. the theater. When she's like, you gotta see this movie. You gotta see it. I was like, on fucking and then, crack. And then watching... Cutting the, out pictures of T-Mobile fucking advertisements. And then watching Blue Juice. Blue Juice is stuff. Watching every CZJ movie. Um, Entrapment, and I'd get too drunk to... So, I don't know if we talked about this before. If we have part of this, I'm gonna talk about it now. So, one thing Jamie liked to, used to like to do is essentially watch the... What we call the Jamie Supercut of movies. It's the same way she listened to music on Skip, but it'd be like... The two I remember, it was Scarlet Diva... Well, you almost have to watch that in the yeah, way I after watch it. And then, like, 
like uh, Chicago where she watched just enough of the scene to be like, all right, I got it, and skip ahead to the next song. <laughs> Whatever, like the cool uh, Catherine Zeta Jones. Yeah, I mean, really. And Bill then, McKellie. like. And then, yeah, she'd skip ahead. Like, sometimes the whole song wouldn't complete. I almost watched Debs, but I didn't want to get depressed. <laughs> I find Debs to be depressed. I like Debs a lot. You can yeah. listen to the soundtrack. Yeah, like, I don't know. Like, Another Girl, Another Planet just, like, kind of popped in my head. And I was I was driving up to Pennsburg for a little, like, the last few weeks to meet up with a friend to study. And uh, I was like, I'm going to listen to the Debs soundtrack. Yeah. And I, like, forgot how good that soundtrack was. Oh, it is. I mean, it's funny because if you remember, like, they cover... So there's a cover. I think it's Parade. Yeah, and I don't have it on my... But on the original soundtrack, it's actually garbage doing yeah, Parade. And there's, yeah, yeah. So I have... I'll look at the soundtrack real quick and just tell you. It starts off with like, Another Girl, Another Planet, which is a great underrated song. Uh, very... Love Cats. Yeah. <laughs> Robots in Disguise. You have a bus- bunch of um, golf rap. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, that's right, because Crystalline, that's what got Crystalline the... and like I'm in love with a me. What? I'm in love with a me. That oh, Jesse, whatever, mm. that... I'm telling you now, don't think about it. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, my God, I forgot how much I love that song. But anyway, that uh, they have Erasure, this band called Arizona. Oh, isn't there? Why isn't the soundtrack fucking on here? The soundtrack's oh. like. But I, I was listening to it on the way over, and then I listened to garbage. Yeah. I think I can tell I'm like in a like massive, just not in a good spot when I listen You're kind to of a Debs spinning, yeah. and like uh, version 2.0 and the first garbage. And I'm like, um. Well, there's certain things that can bring you back to like a weird time. It's a totally weird. But Debs. Debs was like hit in places that I haven't like felt in a while. I was like, oh, this is weird. Like, I don't know. Well, it's so. Do people know what the, you know? Like... I don't know if people listen to music that way. Like that ultimately, like there's songs you can't listen to because it reminds you yeah. of something, or somebody, or what not. All right. So here we got. All right. So parade covers by disposal unit. Another girl, another planet. I read like love cats, love argument, which is. The robots are into it to the robots are yeah. in separate transports stay together for their art. A tour, I forget. Continents apart. Yeah. I don't I don't why. Flashback to I don't <laughs> yeah, remember that. So fucking. good. Crystalline Green by Goldfrap, which is like this really fucking trippy. Yeah. I think that's one of the seduction scenes for Please State I don't remember that. By Messi. Yeah, I don't have that yeah. on there. Temptation by New Order. Mm-hmm. Telling You Now by Jesse Yeah, Moss. That's a really good song. I'll have to look her up. Be Just like water, which I feel like I've heard other places. Oh, Viva La Fever. Oh. <laughs> but, oh, so yeah, A Little Respect by Eraser. Viva La Fever, which is like the prom. Yeah, so that came on and Mark's like, what are you listening? Yeah. <laughs> He's like, are you listening to Death Soundtrack? You're like, no! <laughs> are you? Everybody get... Victor's uh, all jamming. That's such a good song. Uh, <laughs> the District Sleeps Alone Tonight, which is depressing. Girls um, by Death in Vegas. Strict Machine, also yeah, Girlfriend. When Do You Play, Arizona. Arizona. And Into the Morning by The Weekend, which is the last song. Oh my god, that's The Weekend. Yeah, I find that, I didn't know that. Oh my god. I also find that song very, like, it makes I me sad because it, it, yeah. that's the first song that I listened to that actually made me feel old. Because eh. it's about, I don't know, because I was old when I heard it. <laughs> uh, because, I, like, I never got to do that. You know what song makes me feel old? That the first, that Paprika um, Japanese Breakfast song makes me feel old. Oh uh, yeah? I don't know. You know what song makes me feel old? What? Um, I was gonna say a fucking old song. <laughs> you were like, uh, "String of Pearls" uh, by Glenn Miller. No, uh, Caveman playing on drums <laughs> is a very like I have it on uh, eight track, but it's oh, very sad. Cool. It's just them banging on drums yeah. and, and <laughs> farting because they ate a lot of meat then, and it made you farty. Okay, maybe we should talk about music. I'm thinking about that too. Other than Dabs, what which, episode are we on anyway? Two o two or one o two. 
Yeah. Do you want to go first? I, I kind of really shit. just want to stop this and watch Deaths, to be honest with <laughs> I you. I know, I know. Which, I think the last, I mean, to bring it back to old things, the last time was when poor Asano was with us. It might have been the time when I saw a fake dog shit on uh, <laughs> I thought it was real temporary. I was like, oh my god, Asano, what did you do? But, like, I, I thought about borrowing Debs then and there, because you had Debs out. I was like, yeah, yeah. I should have. Not that it's too hard to get. It's not like a rare commodity. Lucy Diamond. It's such a good movie. Yeah, by Jordana Brewster. I know. Jordi Brew Brew. <laughs> it's and, a great uh, movie. Yeah. If you don't know, really quick, Debs <laughs> is about, it's a, it's what, it's essentially a college for super spies. <laughs> yes. And, it's all girls, like in Catholic school uniform. Yeah. And like the main character, whose name I can't remember, yeah, um, is tracking down super spy Lucy, Lucy Diamond, Diamond. <laughs> played by Jordana Brewster. But then they fall in love and they go on a date and um, Jordana Brewster's henchman is one of the uh, O'Boyles from It's Always Sunny. Yeah, yeah. And from Westworld. Yes, yes. And then like, well, I was thinking about it. I'm like, yeah, so um, Lucy Diamond captures Amy, I think her name is, yeah. that, uh, the main character. Mm-hmm. And like everyone's looking for it, but they're like just like having fun and oh. falling in love and oh, shit. oh because then they find him and they're making it out and then she's like, <laughs> like she says it. something about being like whatever this fling is oh and then you know Amy gets was one of the devs because she's yes. good at lying <laughs> I'm gonna watch this fucking movie again all right podcast over we'll see you later yeah and then yeah the soundtrack is really good yeah so let's talk about some music then yeah you want to go first so anyway uh it opens with a cover of parade by garbage no um yeah let me go first so i'm gonna go with the not with the surprise on this one i'm gonna go with um our friends no bro no bro and again so your readers oh the thing that yeah the, the exciting thing that happened is i got glasses I'm going to get a beer while you and get your glasses on. I Grandma, Grandma have to, yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, this is No Bro. No Bro. Live Your Truth, Spread Some Gnar. Um, no Bro is a band out of Montreal, Quebec, Canada. Home of the, uh, the convoy or some shit like that. Did you say Quebec? Quebec. I always, now when I hear Quebec, well, I, like I told you with Letterkenny, mm-hmm. how they have like when they go to Quebec and they mm-hmm. have like the townies and then like, do you ever see that Letterkenny? Yeah. <laughs> I'm rewatching Letterkenny now. They're supposed to do a Shorzy. Oh, nice. I don't know how good that's going to be. But... Yeah, that's tough. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, God, sorry. No bro, Quebec. No bro, Quebec. Um, this is their first, I think, full length. They had an EP come out in 2020 that we reviewed called yeah. Sick Hustle. I like them. Um, I love that song. Back then, I was like, I can't wait to see what they do. Yeah, yeah. We see what they do, and I love what they did. It opens with this weird, almost gospel preamble mm-hmm. for Better Each Day before kicking into this more rockin' version of that prologue. I like uh, Better Every Each Day a lot. Mm-hmm. I would say it's, ironically enough, the weakest song on the album for me. Julia is this kind of slinky, very slinky, has this very thrumming bass. Mm-hmm. It's about hanging out with uh, someone from your youth. You know, Julia, who thought she could fly, but fell from the sky, has this real Joan Jett vibe. And I'm guessing, you know, from the tone of the song, uh, Julia got into some bad shit. Fuck yeah. She got into the cocaine. Fuck. Poor Julia, but you always love Julia. Eat Slay Chardonnay. I'm like, come on. You got to love a song that says Eat Slay Chardonnay. I know. It's very funny. pop punk. Very, uh, like, Dolly Rods, Go Bitty Go. Very straightforward. Yeah, I agree. Yes, but awesome. Just rocks. I really like that. Not Myself. Heavy with some 80s shred. Mm-hmm. 
Bye Bye Baby is frantic with a shitload of energy. They go back to shred- this song really has a shredding guitar. Mm-hmm. Um, it's one of my two favorite songs of the album. Musically, I think it's my favorite. Lyrically, there's one that I like more. And it takes on more of an anthemic tone, like tone towards the end. Um, before driving home the point and kicking in again with this fucking rock scream mm-hmm. and driving into the end. Get With You is a bit spacey. It's a party song. I like Get With You. Yeah, I love it a lot. It's, really it's my good. favorite song lyrically. Uh, it's my favorite song on the album, I think. Fucking. <laughs> and they really break out the keyboard for a nice sweet keyboard solo. Yeah, I really liked it. It's really cool. Ends with Life's a Voyage, which is where the title Live uh, Live Your Truth. Live Your Truth Shred, shred Guitar. No, shred some gnar. Yeah, I said it two minutes ago. I can't remember. <laughs> and it starts with the band bantering, which is this weird... It's something I dig when it's done right. And I liked it in this case. It's like this weird intimate view. It's an acoustic jam. Um, it's, what's the open about? Just because like smoke weed and sleep. Yeah. And yes, yeah, it's yes. very fun. And it's chill. And it's a good way to end an album. And short, sweet, um, nice... I really like um, it. I like No Bro. They're really cool. It's, it's all... Females, I believe. All girls, all finales. Paired really well with my other choice, I think. Yeah. Even though I thought No Bro was going to be the one I thought... Well, we'll talk about the other choice when we get to the other choice. Sorry, my mom's sending me pictures of song flowers. These will soon be dead like you. What a (laughs) Are the the regional flower, the national flower of Ukraine. (laughs) Okay, sorry. I don't know why that was funny. (laughs) Oh, death! Oh, No bro. No bro. Cool. Done. End of scene. Go home. Auf Wiedersehen. I'ma head out. <laughs> oh, um, Kurt Wagner called people Fraulein. Oh, you think And he, he called did. Kitty Pride Katzchen. Mm, that means cat. I figured. <laughs> I don't and he increased his style. He called Charles Xavier Mindfuhrer. <laughs> okay. I'm sure there's some outtake dialogue where he did. And I'm sure. has that in a cabinet. Probably. Anyway, go ahead. Proceed. So anxious. I was very anxious this week. Anyway, uh, we I think I've reviewed him a couple times before. Yeah. So this is their newest album. It came out in January. Little Greenhouse off of Triple B Records. They're out of Connecticut. They're a five piece. They're all they're pop pop punk and they've been around since 2016. Uh, the one guitarist is actually in the band. I think he just quit it to. Uh, well, anyway, he was in One Step Closer, and I think I've reviewed them as well. And that One Step Closer is out of Wilkes Barre, actually. So anyway, this band, they remind me of um, like a late 90s, early 2000s, like mm-hmm. emo, Jimmy Eats World, My Chemical Romance a little bit, but yeah. like with more like post-hardcore feel to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I really like it. It starts off with your one-way street, really catchy, upbeat with like a mix between gruff vocals and melodic singing. In April is one of my favorite songs, big catchy riffs and like course you can kind of like sing along to i really like growing up song it's really great it's a really good transition song from in april it just flows really perfectly into that song very guitar and drum ribbon more a letter a little slower melodic catchy speechless was really good that's probably the heaviest song on the album with like this power pop chorus and then the last song when you're gone is really really good and that has vocalist stella brainstool and it's this like slower melodic dream pop. It's like probably the most different song on the album, but like oh, like all over, 
like I feel like we review like a bunch of bands like this anyway, so I feel mm-hmm. like I'm always repeating myself. Like yeah. this, and then as I said, this review is kind of shitty because mm-hmm. I was in a weird space. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I really like this band. I think they have a fun, they have a like fun catchy sound. They re- it reminds me of something that I put on like in the summertime and just drive around. Yeah, I mean it's definitely yeah. I agree a hundred percent. I uh, liked it a lot. It's very like just something to put on and like mm-hmm. you're kind of like bop your head to around. So there's not a lot of expectation. Yeah, they really remind me of Jimmy World, but just different enough, like just like kind of heavier. Mm-hmm. But I think they're really fun. I think the more I've listened to it, the more like songs start like sticking out more to me. But I really like it if you're into that type of stuff. That's the only way I can really explain it. Like, mm-hmm. it's definitely not like hardcore. It just it feels like something I want to put on in like the early two mm-hmm. thousands. Um, mm-hmm. But it's good shit. Mm-hmm. Anxious. Yes. Greenhouse. Mm-hmm. Do you want me to go again? No, no. yeah, you go again. Well, it's up to you. I, don't I, care. I got but some stuff to say, so. I can go again. If right, go again, sure. Lou and I, like, our next two choices are probably, like, our favorite things we've yeah, reviewed. Yeah, definitely. As you know, I'm a big Beach House fan. Love them to fucking death. Reviewed it on the first podcast, yeah. to be established. So they came out with their eighth studio album, and they're off of Sub Pop, and the album is called Once Twice a Melody, or sorry, Once Twice Melody, and it came out in February. <laughs> Actually, February 18th. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. What can I, how can I describe Beach House? It is like this dream pop chill wave with a Casio, but now it has a lot fuller sound and like it's floating down a river and you took a tab of acid. Yeah, yeah, I mean, seriously, it's like. <laughs> and, but you know what? You're not having a bad trip. You're just like fucking. You're fucking like enjoying shit, but at the same time, there is some weird shit, like ominous, ominous, ominous stuff in the background, if that makes some sense. Yeah, I don't know. It's like you could at any minute. You could die, but you don't over. really care. Apropos. <laughs> I'm writing notes down for myself to talk, don't worry. Okay. So, Once Twice Melody was, I believe, their first uh, single off of this. It came out in four different parts. It's a double album. So, they released like four songs at a time, or maybe five songs at a time. I don't remember. Anyway. So Once Twice Melody is like this beautiful, dreamy, trance-like song. Like you when you boot up heroin. Yeah. <laughs> the drums almost have like a little Portishead feel to it. Like, yeah, definitely. I, I yeah. felt like this had like a little more trancey at times, and like, it, it was pretty cool. Superstar, fucking love it. Like, mm-hmm. I felt like this album, you're like, this is a really good song. And then you're like, oh, wait, this next song is really good. It, like, it just kept building up. Mm-hmm. So Superstar, I love it. It's like this sweet, electro-poppy with catchy riffs. After that, Pink Funeral. And you're like, oh. Yeah. Pink Funeral's really fucking good. Kind of gloomy. And then the Casio keyboard will kick in. Uh, Just very dream dream psych. As I said, I'm not going through every, every song. It's 18 songs. Yeah. And I don't even, like, everyone has a video. They're like lyric videos, but everyone has, I noticed, like, this has a video, this has a video. Yeah. Groomy, upbeat, dream pop. Over and Over is, I think, their longest song on there. It's seven minutes. It's like this sweet, I wouldn't want to say fragile. Like, it's hard to explain, but it, it's a very electro-poppy. Only You Know Really Well. Uh, my favorite song on the album, probably. It's been changing, but another go-around. Like, mm-hmm. when I first heard that song, I was like, fuck. Like, I don't know. It just really hit a chord with me. It's like, I fucking love it. The lyrics are great. It's like simple yet sad. And it's like, I don't know. There's just mm-hmm. something that just... I, I, connects. I, it just connects and I fucking love it. I was like listening on repeat. And then the song after it, Masquerade, fucking amazing. Yeah. A little heavier on the electro side. Love it. Really, really good. Just like from another go around to Masquerade, it's like two totally different songs, but yeah. they're Beach House. Um, the Bells, really cool song. Uh, Hurts to Love You. I'm like, yay! That's like when the Casio keyboard is like front and center. You're like, oh, yes! 
uh, Modern Love Stories, uh, Last Song, kind of has this ominous, ominous, ominous. ominous feeling about it, but somewhat Modern Love Stories is my favorite song. Is it? It's very long. It kind of gets a little mushy in the middle, like, because you're like, oh, these really good songs, and you kind of like, I don't know how much more I can handle. And then I feel like, um, only you know, I was like, oh, I, I like, start to pay, like, perking up my ears, and it kind of, like, um, finishes kind of strong. But I wouldn't say, like, the middle was bad whatsoever. I think you're just like, when is it, like, uh, like, you're just like, this is a long yeah. album. As you see, like, my, my big, I put love this album. Yes. And that's how I <laughs> ended it. But I think it's, like, really fucking good. It is a really it's, good album. I mean. If you're not even a Beach House fan, like, this uh -huh. is a good, I think anyone could get into this album, but yeah. I think it's just too long, but I don't care. Like, I don't care because I'm a Beach House It's thing. good just to play and have in the background and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, I like it a lot. I need to listen to it more just because, again, it's a long album. It's a little hard to listen to. Yeah. I was going to, like, tell you to just listen to a handful of songs, but I'm like, I don't even know. Like, because they're all, yeah. like, really good. But listen, I'll play you another go around because I think you'll love the fucking yeah. lyrics. I post on my Facebook. Oh. But I think this is fantastic. So I'm half tempted. They're playing at the Met. Uh-huh. But they're playing like the end of July, and they're supposed to have This Is Hardcore Fest, mm -hmm. and it's usually right around the same time. Yeah. So if I know This Is Hardcore isn't playing, it isn't going to be scheduled, then I might buy tickets. I can see it. Okay. What yeah. if they play This? What if Beach House played This Is Hardcore? Oh, it's only one fuck. person, right? It's two. Two. It's uh, I think it's brother and sister. Oh. Mm. Or husband and wife. They're out of both. Oh, like uh, the White Stripes. Yeah, I, I honestly can't. It's like Victoria something and Alex know, Scally. Yeah, I remember or seeing. I saw, was there like a vinyl that sold out? Yeah, no. and I almost, because I got, so I bought, bought it on Sub Pop, but I didn't get like the crazy thing, so they had it back in stock, the gold edition, mm -hmm. it was like $50, and the only thing that came different was the vinyl color, and it came in like a box, and I was like, no, I'm not going to do it, and now I'm like, I don't want to do it, but I, I didn't, I yeah, was like, well. I just spent 200 and some, $300 on shoes, I went on a shopping spree the other day. Yeah, that was your reward, or was that your stress? It uh, was my stress purchase, uh, I was like, I'm rolling hard. You saw my, my I did, orange yeah. Nikes. They're fucking rad. Yeah. And then I got these Vans. Mm -hmm. oh. And I bought Mark a pair of shoes. Ah. I was like turning into my mother. Like, hey, sad. Yeah. <laughs> you got to blow off some steam. I did. I did. And I've been looking at cars and I'm like, why? I don't need a car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your car isn't that old, right? No, but I'm thinking about giving Mark my Jeep. Uh-huh. And then I'm going to have a Dodge Challenger or a Dodge right. Charger. And you might want to take a break. <laughs> yeah, take a breath and... Uh... Yeah, that's when I almost like checked myself into uh, rehab mm. last weekend. Talk. Yeah, wow. Anyway, <laughs> which brings us to black dresses. Black dresses. So now this is a story. So this is black dresses. Forget your face. Yes. Now, this is one of those albums I picked at random. I think I literally listened to No Bro, mm -hmm. hit the punk tag at the bottom of No Bro, saw what was recent, selected this, and fell in love with the music. It's really fucking good. How first off, how to describe it? Imagine it's the future. And the robots are on tour again. Well, it's all the, ro <laughs> the robots are on tour again. It's sort of like the plot to 2112 where music has been outlawed in the future. And this this individual discovers music and they decide to make a band. Mm -hmm. Now, the music they discover is a scratched up copy of Nevermind. And the only song you can listen to is Aneurysm. And that is the basis for it. Oh, I like that. That is probably the did best. Did you make that up yourself? Yeah, I did. Oh, and that's, that's really good. Black Dresses is this really super experimental fucking electro noise. Just arty, weird, could not like classify it. It is so avant-garde. Uh, I wouldn't even say it. 
like fucking like if CCS peaches. Well, it was definitely peaches. <laughs> no, seriously, Atlantic probably very good. I was gonna say. And then they and Prodigy were like, hey, let's. Yeah, and those are probably the three experiment, best. Experiment have babies together. Let's have a three with a throuple oh. and ah. poop out a music baby, <laughs> and he has three eyes and screams a lot. <laughs> yes. Um, so that's it. Now here's the thing. So I listened to this. Then um, I was looking for whatever. I think I was looking to see the who put it out. Oh yeah. Who did now it? here's I don't know. I don't. Think, I think it's self published. So here's the thing. Here's the journey. Forget your own face, which is an album I love dearly. Mm-hmm. But upon first listening, before I did research, was like, this has got to be the premiere effort of two people just fucking around. Mm-hmm. Sixth full length album, <laughs> multiple EPs. Uh, second album after they technically broke up. So after the fourth album, they broke up because of harassment, fan harassment. Wow. Uh, particularly of... The female. Debbie... They're both female. I know. Debbie McKellen. It says Debbie and Rook or something. Yeah, so it's Otta Rook and Debbie McKellen. I might be saying her name wrong. Or McAllian. Apologies. Ada, Ada is the one who's like screams... Okay. And it and Devi's the one who does the very monotone kind of makes you feel like, are you okay? <laughs> um, it's it's basically a a, a collection of uh, heavy distortion and beats and angry lyrics. There's a lot of what we like to call effing and jeffing in the lyrics, as they say. <laughs> and all that's to say, this is super listenable. It is. And the beats are really catchy. And I could, for the life of me, could not stop listening <laughs> to it. And again, just to bring it back. I thought it would be like another Knife Wife, mm-hmm. which I like Knife Wife, yeah, but I was like, great. it's just these people fucking around and they put this album. No. Multiple albums. <laughs> and, you know... Do you if, need a minute? <laughs> I do. I need to... I got the vapors. <laughs> now, You and You too is essentially Primal Scream Fair. Yeah, that's good. when I was like, what is this? That was my response to... <laughs> I'm working out, because I listened to No Bro first, and then I worked, and I was like, this must be a little bit of like with Prodigy... And like peaches, like really yeah. like minimalistic peaches. And it's like if peaches, it was all about hate fucking. <laughs> and I because I mean these the there's the the primal theme of all these songs is it's like hatred, self loathing, and self. I know I love and it. Ever seen, and I love it too. Thank God you did not send this to me. Like <laughs> you would have been like I'd be going to your funeral. Like, this sorry, this is a very special Sasquatch Street. Um, I'm Lou, and this is my. My cat, Jamie number two. This is my Jamie hair doll. That's my Jamie hair doll. Wow. Now that she's dead, I can reveal. (laughs) Oh, you can't talk with you. I'm not going to make that joke. Anyway, so it's a two-piece. Both Ada and Devi will sing during the songs. They have very distinctive stylings. Largely, Ada is very... Like very screamy and angry, much like uh, Kurt Cobain. You'll hear it under the bed. <laughs> and Debbie is much more monotone and like, like almost like she's drowning. She's, like a, the analogy I came up at one point was, if you're doing drugs and you just do too many drugs, that's what this conveys. That feeling of unease and discomfort from being too fucking high. And yeah, and you're like trying to speak and you realize you're not speaking correctly. Earthworm, that comes with being an individual in a crowd and hating yourself for like for it. Mm-hmm. I didn't read the lyrics. Oh, I did. Yeah, that's they, they were very nice about putting the lyrics up for every song. Yeah, but, I mean they have them on here, but like yeah, I was listening while I was money recording. makes you stupid, really jarring, really ascending. Um, I think a lot of these songs might <coughs> also be about 
their experience in the music industry. I could see that too. Suck um, my nuts. All this money yeah, makes me dumb. The, yeah. I fucking love See, it's good. Doom Spiral is an almost poppy song, um, which is very odd because it's about suffering through crushing depression. <laughs> yeah, I want to say um, Money Makes You Stupid and probably Doom Spiral were like, I was like, ooh. Yeah. Gay, Ugly, and Hard to Understand, I think is my favorite. I could guess what that's about, but I shan't. Um, it's funny because it ends with this really sweet sound chimey despair. What, gay, ugly? Yeah, I did not know that. That's the one it says, talks about like drag balls in the days before RuPaul made being yes. gay uncool. <laughs> yeah, I was like, dude, it's so true. And again, like, it goes like that everything's about just hating everything. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know what it kind of reminded me of? But not not any bit musically was Freon, because Freon is so fucking so Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think there's a line in that song, Gay, Ugly, and Hard to Understand, about give it to Travis Barker. And yeah, it's, shit like that. yeah, it's fucked up. It's good, love it. <laughs> Nightwish mm-hmm. is the last song, and it's sort of a commentary on their careers, I think. How they're not a band, but they're still an entity creating music, and how they kind of miss it. It could be a breakup song. And this is the one where, like, Debbie, at the, she sings at the end, she sounds so defeated that she's possibly OD. <laughs> and this is, it's very hard to describe the music, but it is amazing. I love it's this like album. It's more like electro-indie um, and I feel like like a little Latigra at times I could see, but like a very like a, a kitten, <laughs> like kitten as far as well, it's kind of just like the way the beats could be at times. Yeah. I don't know. I did listen to a little bit to some of their other songs. I think they have one that's just called Dog Shit. <laughs> I gotta I gotta listen to their catalog because they have like I said six fucking albums and numerous EPs. Yeah, like I'm buying this immediately. Yeah. like I just didn't have time to. Yeah. And <laughs> they do have a Patreon. I think Ada does put out music with other bands. I don't know that Debbie does other than this. But yeah, I really like this song. And it surprised me. Like it completely fucking yeah. blindsided me. It's like, do you like self-loathing? Yeah. Do you yeah, want to like, fucking... If you want to listen to what hatred sounds Not kill like, yourself, but torture yourself mm-hmm. so bad that you I mean, that's what it yourself. is. It's like... <laughs> yeah, I love it. It's so in my yeah. heart. I was like, damn, this is so good. Before we go to the topic, yeah. a couple other things. Um... So I did give snail mail. Oh yeah, and, yeah, also, yeah. and it suddenly clicked for me, and it's mm-hmm. a, like I love it. I, might, I may or may not talk about that next time. Um, that La Butcherette's um, Death Valley Girls split finally came out. Okay. Where the Death Valley Girls record this really fucked up version of the universe. Yes. And it's decent. It's a shame I I put the sleeve down in a thing of water, so the sleeve itself is kind of fucked up. Oh wow. Mark Langdon of the Screaming Trees died. Yes, he did. And I swear, like, everyone who fucking played music ever seems to know Mark Langdon. I know. I noticed that, too. Like, and across the board, like, every type of genre. 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 But everyone was, like, shocked by him dying. And it's funny. You read, like, how he... Like, among other things, he was a COVID conspiracy guy, got COVID, like, really bad. was, like... And it was, like, then, like, yeah, I'm not a COVID conspiracy <laughs> guy anymore. Died, you know, unknown. Causes unknown. Yeah. Nick Cave, like, did a duet with him at one point, and they, like, kind of toured together, and he does basically allude to the fact, without saying it, I forget how he said something like, you know, we got up to, like, some some not-so-nice mischief, and, you know, the heaven is, like, they were both shooting heroin sure. because they were both drug addicts at the time. So, yeah, like, that's, and I listened to some, I haven't listened to Screaming Trees in years, but I, I was like, oh, that's... I like, like Screaming Trees back in the day, but I yeah. probably haven't listened to them in over It's a very years. 90s Yeah, sound. but the, to be honest, like, I was never big into, like, Mud Honey or, like... Green River, but um, I always like Screaming Trees. Yeah. I thought Screaming Trees was like the better of those, mm-hmm. but yeah. this is me. 
So, topic. So, we, and this sort of actually bleeds into something we talked about last time. Horror movies. So, um, Jamie, when we last left this podcast. Previously. Previously on Tessa Street. Her, her son wanted to see a horror movie. Which I was like, well, we didn't do that. And that wasn't a topic. I think I just asked a couple we, people. I don't remember. You might have asked after the fact, and then we turned to topic. Yeah, um, that's right. Yeah. So, so Victor watched Aliens. He watched Aliens. He liked it. He didn't mm. like Vasquez. I was like, you leave Vasquez alone. Yeah. And he loved, he, like, he is my son. He, like, made me rewind that, get away from her, you bitch! <laughs> you would have been proud, too, Vic. We were yeah. Target today, and Victor got a hanger, and he's like, go oh, wire hanger! Oh, that's funny. That's hilarious. <laughs> but he really enjoyed it. He really liked it. He loved, he was just... Like with new spoilers, if you haven't seen Aliens, um, he was just like, "Is a little girl gonna die?" The little girl's exactly his age, more or less, uh-huh. second grade. Yeah. I was like, "Do you think you could survive, Victor?" And he was like, "Yeah, I'm like that. You'd be dead in a second. No, second. <laughs> Fucking doctor, got doctor Kissy Cuddles came and gave you a, 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 a special hug and laid an egg in your tum tum. <laughs> but anyway, he he really liked it. He just didn't. He wanted to know if Newt was gonna die. He thought like Bishop doing the trick of like the, uh-huh. between the fingers with the knife was cool, and I was like, yeah. I remember thinking that was super cool. Yeah. But he really liked it. He was like, that wasn't scary, and I was like, fuck, yeah. <laughs> it was scary to me, like <laughs> parts of it. So I'm like, we're gonna watch a little movie called Resident Evil because mm. I'm just trying not to have sex in it. So Mila, like, you see a couple nips. Yeah. Um. Is she wearing like the bandages? Yeah. <laughs> Mark's like, well, it be cold in that lap. But he really liked it. Like, he liked it. Um, he was just super pissed that Michelle Rodriguez died. Yeah. Because I was like, <laughs> Mark came in, he's like, Michelle Rodriguez is one of mommy's favorite yeah. actresses. I'm like, she's not my favorite, but she's the same in every role, and she's charming. Yeah. And, like, there's... To go on a little bit of a tangent with Michelle Rodriguez, what won me over with Michelle Rodriguez is what story you told me yeah, about yeah. Lost. <laughs> so in Lost, she got a, a DUI. And they're like, yo, you can either do like community service or go to jail. And she's like, I want to go to jail. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I love her. <laughs> so amazing. Mm-hmm. But he was like super pissed that Michelle Rodriguez oh, yeah. died. Like he was pissed. And so then we started watching Resident Evil 2. Mm-hmm. And I think we have like 45 minutes left. And it's not so good. <laughs> I don't remember shit about it. It's a little Evil. more bloody. Mila's really cool in it. Mila's cool in every movie. Yeah, well, I'll tell you what. And you see boobs. Yeah. You actually see Do some, you? Yeah, like, they go by, like, a strip club, and these, like, stripper Resident Evil girls uh, have, like, their topless, and you see oh. boobs. And Victor was like, Whoa! <laughs> I gotta rent that. I have it on DVD. <laughs> but it's not so good. But it's a lot, a lot more bloody, and he's he's like mm-hmm. actually fine with it. It's mm-hmm. like it's just kind of amazing to me, like just how much more exposure mm-hmm. these kids have than like we did when we were mm-hmm. kids. So anyway, our topic was what was the how old were you, and what was your first horror movie? Yeah. So let me go to the Facebook. We had really good responses. Mm-hmm. You want to go to the Trash Style Street one, and I'll go to mine. Yeah. Um... We get better responses on mine. But I now, think it's like now that I have some free time, I can actually do some stuff mm-hmm. for the site. Anyway, let's go back. Back to the start. <laughs> I'm looking for this. Like a grand, we're on our fucking grandma. So Toby, our friend Toby, mm-hmm. said original Friday the 13th movie, I was nine. I fucking love Friday. I want to show Victor, but there's a lot of sex. But it's like mm-hmm. the first, actually the second Friday the 13th mm-hmm. is my favorite. I actually like Jason with the sack on his head. I find him more uh, scary. Mm. Not a popular opinion. Chris said nine years old, and she watched mm-hmm. Amityville Horror. 
Jamo said The Crow when he was nine. Uh, Nick Crowley, Evil Dead, between five and eight, gave me nightmares. Our uncle made us watch it. Grim Noir, Jim, uh, Dr. Shock, I was watching uh, since I was five. He'd also watch the, uh, I like when both Prism, I love hearing about Prism. Uh, The Exorcist, E.T., six years old. There was a lot of people, so I want to say thanks. I was one of them, by the way. E.T.? E.T. scared the fucking shit out of me. Yeah. John Nicholson, Poltergeist, 10. People Under the Stairs, Sons of the Lambs. Uh, eight or nine. That was Alicia. Alicia oh. calls. Hmm. Justin Kendig, Sleepaway Camp, ten or twelve. Jake the Crow. He was like six or seven, and then Scream Three when he was like twelve or thirteen. Mm-hmm. I feel old. Yeah, I was about to Evil Dead, so Poltergeist, Psycho, or them. My friend Alex. Ooh, them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bill Scudder, Salem's Lot, around seven. Megan Flamini, Poltergeist, around seven. Desiree, Cat's Eye, around eight. Mm-hmm. Uh, American Werewolf in London, five or six. Mm-hmm. April Fool's Day, ten. Mm-hmm. Mike Fischera, Dracula, the Christopher Christopher Lee, Peter Cush. Oh, sorry. Uh, I saw Hammer Horror movies. So those like, are yeah, the yes, Lee, okay, yeah. yeah. So Dracula and like Pit and the Pendulum. So, well, remind me to talk about Pit and the Pendulum right. again. Your Maz said H-Man at the movies as a mm-hmm. double feature with Stiltskin was scary enough, but H-Man was like lava that crawled up your legs gotta, and melted right, into you. I gotta write that down. That and she was like in third or fourth grade. Yeah. The Hammer films, Nightmare on Elm Street, Katie said she was five or six. The other, the 1972 version, which I don't even know. Amityville Horror, Jaws. Chris White was five. Freddy vs. Jason or Chucky. Eight or nine was Sarah. Child's Play 2. Seven years old. American Werewolf. There's a lot. Sorry. I'm like wrong a lot. American Werewolf in London. A lot of B movies. Like 50s movies. Mm -hmm. The Blob. Giant Claw. Like eight or nine years old. Tales from the Dark Side. Not Mm -hmm. a movie, but TV show. Uh, Halloween 2 at the drive-in. Amityville Horror, Friday the 13th. Ghost Story when I was seven. That's what I have on mine. All right, so Trace Astrid. Oh, by the way, as a, Child's Play does nothing to me for me. There's a generation like if you were a certain age when Child's Play comes out, there's almost it's inevitably scary. scary. Like people yeah. are terrified. You're old. So, so we had. Um, so uh, Sean Fitzmaier said Poltergeist way too young. I was like eight. Um, he does point out something that I had forgotten. HBO just used to essentially play R-rated movies any time of yeah, day. Yeah, they did. And we'll talk about that. April, my friend April says Pet Cemetery. And my brother Matthew says Willy Wonka, which is really a Willy Wonka is kind of kids scary. movie made by people who hate fucking kids. <laughs> so, what was your first movie, Lou? I had forgotten about people that they would just play fucking movies whenever because there wasn't as much content. Yeah, I was probably like six. Rosemary's Baby. Mm-hmm. But the first movie I think I consciously horror movie I consciously tried to see. I think it was either Friday the 13th 3 or Nightmare on Elm Street 1. Yeah. And I think because I saw them both in a short period of time, probably 7 or 8. Hmm. What about you? So I saw Aliens as a young... I wouldn't say Aliens is a strict horror movie, but um, it's a sci-fi. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I was like... I think I was in like first or second grade. And then I said, I was telling like last podcast, Life Force... Yeah. I was like, remember, I was like, kind of watching my dad, and I was like, 
look, oh my god, that girl's boobies are showing her. Mm. And then she like kisses the dude and he dies, and that's mm. probably why I was like, sex is bad! Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Never kiss now, naked ladies with their boobies yeah. out. Something I remembered... This was an earlier time. This is a different time. A time when we were terrified that the Russians were going to drop nukes on us. And... <laughs> yeah. So I was probably Victor's age. Mm-hmm. And two friends of mine who were also my age were dropped off at the movies. And I had a chance to go. My parents said no. Mm-hmm. Good on them in retrospect. To see a little movie called Poltergeist. Ugh. And you figure because Steven Spielberg like produced it. and Yeah. They, I think they even presented Steven Spielberg Presents, yeah. even though Toby Hooper directed it, sort of, depending on what you believe. Mm-hmm. They both kind of directed it. I had a chance to see that. And that also, it was, they were going to leave seven-year-olds at a theater by themselves. Well, that was... Which happened all the time. That was the time. 70s. That was the 80s. Mm. You were born in what, 74? I was born in oh, okay. 80. <laughs> so I was 80 once I was a baby. No, it's... um. But there was other shit like In Search Of with Leonard Nimoy where he'd be like, mysteries, it's in reruns when I watched it. But so In Search Of was Leonard Nimoy presenting a mystery of the week. So it'd be like, In Search Of, Bigfoot. Mm. The one that stuck with me was The Mummy's Curse. Never saw it. And this is why, for this episode of In Search Of. I don't remember the exact thing. It's probably cheesy as fuck if I watched it today, I'm sure. Yeah. It was these two actresses were putting on a play where they invoked the name of Ramsey II or something like that. <laughs> and they were both, like, murdered. And I said <laughs> Ramsey II out loud to see what would happen. Ooh. And lived in legitimate fear for, like, two years. Until yesterday. <laughs> that Until yesterday that he was coming to murder me. Legit, I was like, he's in Egypt. He's probably walking on the bottom of the ocean floor. And I swear to God, like for a long time, young Lou thought that. Well, it's like Bloody Mary. So like Victor said something about Bloody Mary. And yeah. I was like, that's fucking still around. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I was fucking terrified of that. Mm-hmm. Poltergeist, my sister yeah. watched. And I wanted to see it. And she was like, nope. Mm-hmm. Nope. Yeah. You're not going to see it because it's terrifying. And I didn't see it till I was actually a lot older. Till I was in my 20s, I think. And I was yeah. like, fuck, that was really scary. It is. I saw it much later. And it the first scene where like, it's just... Ronald Ann. Ronald, Ronald Ann? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's just like, her parents are asleep and it's just static. <sighs> Something that kids aren't familiar to, with today. And work. she's just talking and you realize she's answering questions to something <sighs> and it's the defri- Although I just got chills now. <laughs> the gate, as cheesy as it is now, if you mm-hmm. watch it, I was like fucking um, really, yeah. really scared. And I have to say, like, Nightmare on Elm Street stuff really freaked me out as a kid too. I don't think I was super... But I'm a lot younger than you. Like, a ton. Like, like a negative eight years. She's older. <laughs> Friday the 13th scared me more than Nightmare on Elm Street. See, I saw Friday the 13th older. Like, I was probably like 13. Yeah. Scared my friend Jen McCarter's house. Mm-hmm. We watched all the Nightmare on Elm Street, or um, all the Friday the mm-hmm. 13th, and just like all the horror mm-hmm. movies. I love... Probably out of all the horror series, like mm-hmm. Friday the 13th is one yeah. of my favorites. I love Texas Chainsaw Massacre, but I'm not so much into the any of the remake. Like, the remake was good. Was There's a remake Jordana on Brewster. Netflix, a new remake. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that wasn't bad, but, like, that first Texas Chainsaw Massacre is, like, just so... It's one of I my favorite see, horror I didn't see that one until The Colonial. Really? I it's, that one. it's good. Like, it's slow. It's, like, a very slow buildup, but mm-hmm. it's, like, I don't know. It's, like, fucked up. I can't remember. I did like the remake, if, I do have to say. It's the remake of Texas, or the remake of Friday the 13th, where I came up with my, basically I call it the implied social contract, which is, 
if there's you're in a monster movie massacre style situation and you escape, it's understood that you don't have to go back for your friends. And they'd be like, well, <laughs> she escaped. We're free. So Victor with aliens, he's like, would you go back for me? I was like, fuck no. no you're already, you're already <laughs> I'm like, dead. I would have been like on the plane and, and he was like, really? I was like, no, I wouldn't go. I would go <laughs> back for you. No, I definitely would. You won't go back. I would. That was my son. I couldn't live with myself. Well, wait till I would have keepered myself. <laughs> yeah, keepered. Oh, what are these pills? Yeah, if you ever want to see a horror movie. Yeah, a real horror movie. Oh. Melancholia. Yeah. I want to go back and watch that because that movie, like, it's. I, I remember sitting in the Colonial with you and we're like, what the fuck is this? It's so slow. Well, there's that what weird... is going It's like 10 minutes of slow the, motion. Well, the, yeah, and I was like, this better not be the whole fucking movie. I mean, sir, we were ready to leave. And pa- but Patrick saw before us yeah. and was like, once you get past the first hour, it's mm-hmm. good. And like, what what truly creeped me out with that movie mm-hmm. is when she guessed like the jelly beans or whatever it yeah. was that she saw. Was she like, I know things? Yeah. Like, know. oh my God. It was yeah. just, it's so fucked up. What's the thing? She's, there, there could be life in the uh, other life in the universe but there isn't yeah oh it's just it's, it's just really so, good yeah it's a good movie um it's not for everybody like it's not the most entertaining movie and you're like god she's so annoying but you after you watch it you're like it you're like mm-hmm. she had an amazing performance because like mm-hmm. if you don't like going to weddings it's probably not a movie that and um her like fucking the dude in the golf course too i forgot about that um i love kirsten Dunst. yeah there was a mashup on um another go around of that song to Virgin Suicides mm-hmm. of like all about Lux and I was like yeah. oh like uh, Virgin Suicides uh, Mark and I were talking about mm-hmm. it has, has to be one of the most depressing movies yeah like it's definitely mm-hmm. up there it's a good movie and I would say watch it mm-hmm. but it's really fucking sad if you watch it from the point of view of the rope salesman it's a very happy movie because he gets to take his family to Disney that's that's my version it's called Lucessa's Virgin Suicides <laughs> Two more things I want to bring up. So here's another weird thing that scared the shit out of me. Friendship. Friendship, yeah, commitment. Um, Emotions. So when I was very young, Romper Room. And not Romper Room itself. So you remember Romper Room is one of those like... Is it a movie? No, Romper Room is one of those like kids TV TV shows. shows, Yeah, 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 okay. And every Friday, they have Slim Good Body. And he was a guy, he wore basically a unitard that like had the human body. Okay. And he was very good being healthy, eating healthy, and getting your vaccinations. And because of slim fucking good body, I lived in mortal fear of catching whooping cough. Because <laughs> it's such a, you didn't hear about whooping cough even back then, although it had a resurgence recently. Yeah, I mean, I knew what it was when I was a kid. Oh, because, you know, they probably don't feature fucking whooping cough in movies. Like, or sitcoms, there might be an episode where somebody has the mumps or measles. Yeah, yeah. German measles or Kurt Wagner Victor measles. likes uh, Tombstone. Oh. He really likes that movie. I was like, he's going to have good taste in movies. Yeah. He's, he's like, I want to... Well, he really wants to watch Squid Game. So, I told... He knew a lot about fucking Squid Game. He knows everything. He knows I the thought ending. I was like... I was going to answer. I think like, he watched did it. Did you see it? I think he did. I don't know. Like, can't... I don't... I sometimes wonder. Those kids have like a collective. Mm, I don't know. He, he knew a lot. I, I, I thought he had heard, like. Seen yeah, it. he knew. A, he knows a lot. Oh, so one last thing before we go. Um, so Mila Jovovich was in a movie Ooh. in 2019. 2019. Okay. Called Paradise Hills. Okay. And I've it's starring. Um, I really like Mila. Yeah. <laughs> it's on Netflix now. You should watch it. It's not a very good movie. It stars Emma Roberts. Oh, you were ta- kind of talking. Yeah, I, ta- I kind of talked about this, but. Kind of, it's a Spanish movie, mm-hmm. 
It's like kind of this Antonio weird... Antonio Banderas in it? No. It's like this weird neo-futurist world. It's that's kind of like... It's almost like the Separate Wives. And basically it opens with Emma Roberts' wedding. And her groom is like, I'm sure glad we sent her to Paradise Hills. He shoots behind three months. Paradise To Paradise Hills. But basically the whole game is set up like a weird fucking... I tell you, it reminds me of a Resident Evil game, or basically a JRPG or a J-horror game. And Mila Jovovich, without revealing anything, is straight up a Resident Evil boss. Like in the video game, yeah. Oh, cool. It's not very good, but it's almost worth seeing it for her. I like her. Um, And also, how old is she? She's like Mark's age. Yeah, still is fucking amazing. Oh, I know. And she's Ukraine. Yes, she's Ukrainian. It speaks like a million languages. Um, Victor watched a little bit of Fifth Element, and he was like, Lilu, I like Lilu. Because I'm like, that's Alice. I'm like, I'm like, Mila Jovovich is like in some of the greatest movies ever. I'm like, dazed and confused. Um, mm-hmm. I, I always liked her. Watch this Joan of Arc movie. I never saw the Joan of it's Arc not movie. I can't, is it called The Messenger? I can't remember. It's, it's something like that. I don't remember. Um, it's a brief period of time when she was trying to be serious before she learned her lesson and went back to the So there was a movie for hers. Oh, God. It's like... 44 in love with like a 44 mag or something like that mm-hmm. i told you to watch like years ago i'm sure you never did 44 mag, 45 and she's like who's all in it mm. steven dorf all right aisha tyler oh wow all right. that chick mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway it's it's an interesting movie and she's like getting abused by her boyfriend mm. And, like, she gets, like, Aisha Tyler to, like, fall in love with her. But, like, you really think, like, she they're, like, having a relationship. Oh, really? It's, it's like, That's really fucking up. weird. And, like, she more or less manipulates everybody to get her away. <laughs> and, like, that's the end. Wow. <laughs> like, I think she gets it. Aisha Tyler to, like, kill her boyfriend or something. So and, like, I gotta take watch... the blame and all yeah. this shit. It's, like... It sounds familiar. Maybe I did watch it. I don't know. I gotta watch that. Or at least watch it. Mm-hmm. If not, watch it again. Deb's. Now I'm going to watch Freeway for some reason. Oh, oh my God, you know, no, no fucking, fucking. Yeah, uh, um, I think of that ever, actually that goes through my head mm-hmm. like all the time. And Freeway is really good. Freeway is an early Reese Witherspoon movie yeah, that and, not a lot of people know and about. Brittany, Murphy Brittany Murphy's in it. She's the, uh, she's there in the, is the, she rehab for sniffing glue or something like that? <laughs> and she's like, oh, like in love with the Reese Witherspoon and she's like, yeah. oh, Reese Witherspoon has the, the greatest line mm-hmm. of the movie. Like, I'll make out with you, but no, no fucking. fucking. And it's basically a, re- it's the big bad wolf. It's Road Yes. And, and um, Kiefer Sutherland's in it. It's actually a really, yeah. really good movie. I forgot he was in it. Yeah. You know, another good movie with Kiefer Sutherland in it. What? Lost Boys, which I watched, yeah. still holds up. He has a baby fucking face. Oh, I know. Amazing, like, it's like Stand By Me. He looks, yeah. he's so cute. Yeah. My sister was obsessed with him in um, Lost Boys. We had yeah. to like, try to find the movie. David. Yes. You're eating maggots, David. You're eating maggots, David. Uh, so and good. Uh, Jamie Gertz. I like Jamie Gertz. Who I was like, whatever happened to her? Still likes our girl, and she married some financier. She's mega rich. She owns, oh, like, I think, really? the Milwaukee Bruins or something like that. <laughs> really? Yeah. Huh. And I was Mil- like, Did you see the Milwaukee Bruins? <laughs> Or brewers, both. <laughs> she owns both. Okay. Whatever. Fuck you. <laughs> um, I'm gonna end it now. We'll talk about so many things next time. We'll get to talk about Aquafina next time. Who is in Paradise? Oh Cells. shit, Aquafina. Anyway, my little vages and best supporting vages. Yeah, we I will, will see, see you on the flip side. Yeah, there we go.
You know, enough with your. That's like what Maud Lebowski does in the Big Lebowski. He says, "Ha ha 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 ha!" Is your I like vaginal line. Vagina. It's gross. Steal a vagina. <laughs> gross buckets. <laughs> <laughs>